0: The chase is on. Welcome to Chasing Ball Game, the rapid fire sports podcast that focuses on serving up sports information and winning picks as I break down the best and biggest games in the world of sports. My name is Jimmy Brown. I am your host. And before I get started, I just want to say a special thanks To all my listeners who've been patient while we put together what hopefully is an entertaining and enjoyable podcast. There are going to be a lot of changes coming up. Uh, We're going to lock down a solid time so you know when to find us and where to find us. We're going to deal with uh, some different angles as we put together different segments. and Of course, we'll get better production value And, and the show will only get better each and every day. So hang in there and I appreciate you sticking around and the show really is about you the listener i affectionately refer to as chasers basically it's because we chase down information if you want to become a chaser all you have to do is follow me on twitter or facebook at chasing ball game and you instantly become a chaser then all you have to do hit me up chat sports i love to talk sports any kind anytime and i'll share all the information the best comments right here on each and every Chasing Ball Game show. On today's show, we're going to take a look at the latest lines for the NFL playoffs in what I like to call the line watch. And then we'll hit the hardwood and talk NBA in the popular segment known as Betting the Buckets. And then we will we will wrap up the show with a pick against the spread for the weekend in the NFL. The show is blazing quick with a few picks. So let's get it started. I'm going to start off with the line watch. Very simple. Let's take a look at the lines that came up. Four big games this weekend. Seattle at the Atlanta Falcons. Houston at the New England Patriots. Pittsburgh at the Kansas City Chiefs. And Green Bay at Dallas. Really what I found very interesting is that last week all of the favorites covered. That's right, a perfect 4-0. So a big week for the public. Um, You could argue that a lot of people were on the Giants were the underdog, but still, when the favorites win, it's going to be a good day for the public, usually a bad day for the books. This week, the lines are out. The most popular play, no surprise, the New England Patriots, they play Saturday night. They are getting 73% of the betting action as we speak, and they are a big favorite and i mean big the patriots opened as 14 and a half point favorites against the texans that line quickly jumped up to 16 after it was posted and many of the sports books made it one of the four largest playoff point spreads in the last 40 seasons and there's been some other line moves uh, in fact that patriots game is back down to about 15 and a half The Atlanta Falcons, they opened up minus 3.5. You can find that at minus 4.5 pretty much across the board against Seattle. Pittsburgh opened up at minus 1, and you have what's called a flipped favorite now because now the Kansas City Chiefs are minus 2, and that could be due to uh, many a thing. And then, of course, Green Bay, they opened up as 4-point underdogs. They are now 4.5-point underdogs, and and I think you'll see a, a lot of interesting betting movement. For example, 63% of the bets coming in are on Green Bay right now. But as I mentioned, that line moved from Dallas minus 4 to Dallas minus 4.5, which would indicate to me that more of the bigger money is on the Cowboys. And that's what you have to try to avoid is overreaction. It's easy to overreact when you see a big win, especially when a team is idle. I mean, Green Bay had a monster win over the Giants. But Dallas is a pretty good team. They're idle. I'm not saying they're going to win, but if you want to beat Green Bay, you have to either shut down Aaron Rodgers or don't give them the ball. And one thing Dallas can do is they can control the time of possession with the running game behind Ezekiel Elliott. So what happens is uh, teams get popular. I mean, we know the Patriots, they're listed at 7-5 and five to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Dallas Cowboys 7-2. The Pittsburgh Steelers and Packers both 8-1. to But more bets have been placed on the Packers to win the Super Bowl than any other team. So because of that, because of the win last week, they're getting a lot of love. Um, as of right now, they are one of the underdogs who are getting more bets. The Steelers, the game is pretty much 50-50 when it comes to who's betting what. Um, but uh, again, the Green Bay is getting a lot of love. The Patriots are getting a lot of love. These are two very heavily bet on teams. So this is not a surprise. And I'm going to have a pick this uh, for this weekend set of games. I'll have one in this show. Uh, but before I do that, let's take a look in the NBA with betting the buckets. Betting the buckets, one of my favorite segments of the Chasing Ball Game Show. And I appreciate my loyal listeners. Um, the buckets brigade, they love hoops and so do I. Today, I'm going to quickly go beyond the box score. Look at a calendar crunch, and of course, toss up a winning against the spread in the association. I'm going to start with Beyond the Box Score. Really simple. I look back at a game that's been played, and I try to get something from it that I can use in the future. Small schedule last night with the national championship game. So let's go back a day before that. And the game that caught my eye is the game between the Detroit Pistons and. And the Portland Trailblazers. The Pistons won the game in double overtime. The first thing to take note of is that they went to that double overtime, which means you are going to have a team that's probably going to be a little tired. Now, I get it. It's the NBA. They're used to playing games. They're used to playing a lot of games. And they have days off. And they have players uh, who take time off. LeBron, I'm talking to you. But this is a Pistons team it's not used to winning. I mean, the Pistons have now won two straight games for the first time since December 2nd. Not to mention, they also had an injury in this game, starting power forward. John Luer left Sunday's game after just six minutes with a sore right knee. So not only could they be tired, but they could be a little thin too. And look, beyond the box score is not always a pick. It's just something to take note of. Sometimes I make them picks, but when I do, of course, I'll bring it up. Not in this situation. Just pay attention to this team. They could be a bit tired, and they could be a good fade in the near future. Another area that I love to cover is The schedule in the segment of the show that I call the Calendar Crunch, it's simple. If you're going to bet on the NBA, you have to know the schedule. If you don't know the schedule, it could cost you, and it could cost you big time. So if you're not paying attention to it, trust me, you'll get bitten. For example, that winded Pistons team that I talked about, they're now going to play four games in a row on the West Coast to wrap up their five-game West Coast road trip. It includes three games and four nights starting tonight against the Kings and a back-to-back set against the Warriors and the Jazz. Not only could they get up to play the Warriors because everybody does. They're one of the best teams in the NBA. But then the next week they play a physical, defensive-minded Jazz team. That could be a very difficult spot. I also think tonight's a very difficult spot for them against the Kings. Again, not a play. Something to keep an eye on. Another team I want to keep an eye on, the Chicago Bulls. Got the Thunder last night. Now they head to Washington in a back-to-back spot. This will be a five-game and seven-night set with a back-to-back set to end the run against the Pelicans and on the road against the Grizzlies. Again, winded team. They'll be playing five games in the seven nights, and they have to travel to Memphis to play very physical front court, in the Memphis Grizzlies know your schedule if you're going to bet in the NBA. But here... It's the moment you've been waiting for. The pick for tonight, give me the L.A. Lakers plus two. The L.A. Lakers plus two. Small line. Um, I'm still seeing it technically. I see down one and a half, one. Doesn't matter. Take the Lakers. Again, I talked about the long night for the Trailblazers against the Pistons. So the legs will not be there for the jump shots, especially late in the game. I really think when a team plays a long set of basketball games or when when teams get tired and road stretches the jump shots the first thing to go and that's bad news for this team because they shoot a lot of them also the Blazers are going to host the Cavaliers after the game with the Lakers so it's going to be no surprise that the Blazers will have one eye on LeBron James and company especially because they have been very successful in a in LA of late the Lakers They're playing good basketball right now. Truth be told, you know all their young talent. The guy that's really caught my eye of late, rookie Ford Brandon Ingram, scored a season-best 17 points in back-to-back games, making six of nine shots both times. He's shooting well. He's scoring. He scored in double digits in three straight games. He's becoming the young player they expected him to. The Lakers, to me, are the play. Trailblazers, of course, I've got some friends that go against them. Six and thirteen against the spread in the last 19 games, playing on one day's rest, which means this team doesn't play well in one day rest. Now they've got to play in one day rest after a double overtime game. Keep that in mind. Also, by the way, Trailblazers, five and twelve against the spread in the last 17 row games. They don't cover at home. Lakers five and two against the spread in the last seven home games. Take a shot on the Lakers tonight and win big, betting the buckets. Before we head over to the NFL and my last pick to wrap up this segment, I must take care of some business, and I must talk about mybookie.ag. They are big supporters of Chasing Ballgame, and for that, I appreciate them. And look, I'm only going to. I'm not recommending them as a sports book because they're taking care of the podcast, because they like the podcast, because they take care of me. It's because they're good. There's no way I'd recommend to a listener or a chaser or anybody a sports book that does not pay. To me, that's why you're in this business, right? You want to make money. If you want to make money, you got to be a sports book that pays. There are ones that pay. Plus, great credit card acceptance rates. You're going to start playing right away. They have great in-live game bettings, all the perks you can ask for. And like I said, no hassle. You want to get paid out, you get paid out. And now, just for my listeners, Join mybookie.ag and use the promo code CHASER and you will get a 100% bonus. You must enter the promo code CHASER to activate that that offer. So think about this. Right away, you sign up, use that promo code CHASER, you're going to double your money. No big deal. Start betting. Great NBA all week. Not to mention the NFL. Speaking in the NFL, let's go. Let's talk about my first NFL pick of the week look by the time friday rolls around i'm gonna have a pick on every game for this weekend but i'm gonna start with seattle seahawks versus the atlanta falcons very interesting game i think this game has a lot uh, of promise so does every game this weekend but i really like this one a rematch like the other ones atlanta falcons didn't play last week seattle seahawks uh, played a good game against detroit they were at home they finally found a running game rawls was breaking records set by beast mode and, and all of a sudden It looks like Seattle is that team everybody thought they were. Seattle's a team that could win the Super Bowl. But the running game actually helped the Seahawks because it hid their biggest problem. They have an ugly, ugly, ugly offensive line. To me, the worst offensive line in the playoffs, one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL, but I'll just stick to the playoffs. Look, Seattle is the lowest team pass blocking grade in the league. And if you haven't heard, Atlanta's Vic Beasley is tearing up the NFL. He leads the NFL in sacks 15 and a half, and he gets after it. I think this is a big deal. Even if Seattle does try to run, in the first meeting between these two teams, Seahawks ran 27 times, 72 yards. That's just 2.7 yards per carry. Now, I know they didn't have Thomas Rawls in his matchup, but they still weren't getting the holes. That's what it's all about to me. On the other side, Matt Ryan. Give him the MVP already. He deserves it in my book. He led the NFL averaging 9.26 yards per attempt in the regular season while throwing 38 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. The Falcons produced 69 pass plays of 20-plus yards, third most in the league, and 17 pass plays of 40-plus yards, the first in the NFL. This is an explosive offense, and they're going against a defense that, to me, they can beat because nobody outside of the Seahawks knows The Seattle defense, Richard Sherman, better than Falcons head coach Dan Quinn. He knows what they play. He was there. He was the coordinator 2013-2014. Now at his disposal, he's got Kyle Shanahan, currently one of the NFL's best offensive coordinators in the league. When they played him in week six... They looked bad. That Seattle defense looked, looked bad. And look, that game ended on a uh, bad play call. Look, we'll on a controversial play call. So I, I digress. I'm not going to get into that because it's a completely different game. In fact, if anything, I would argue that the Falcons have the edge because they're at home, right? Home cooking, you get the calls. But the scheme that Kyle Shanahan set in place confused Seattle defense. And when it confused Seattle's defense, it opened up big plays. And you saw Atlanta get big chunks against seattle remember that was the game richard sherman threw a fit right started yelling at his defensive coordinator started yelling at players he was yelling at everybody because they were getting burned they were getting burned badly something you can't afford to do in the playoffs plus the seahawks one and four against the spread and their last five games following a straight up win of more than 14 points and one and four against the spread and the last five road games they're a different team on the road with that in mind Give me the Atlanta Falcons. I think the Atlanta Falcons win big. I think they cover. They keep the string of favorites winning. To me, the Atlanta Falcons, dark horse to go to the Super Bowl. I think they're a very good team, and they're very underrated. Take the Atlanta Falcons. That'll do it for Chasing a Ballgame. Quick to the point. Give you stats. Give you picks. Talk basketball. Talk football. I'm going to hit all the sports. We're going to do this all the time. Please make sure you stick around. Please make sure you spread the word. And if you want to be a chaser, join in on the fun, just hit me up, at Chasing Ball Game. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook, and I will feature it right here on the show. Good luck tonight, and good luck this week, and remember to keep chasing.